0: You know, the person just starts feeling like I wish this be just shut up. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then that gets to the point to where it's like, you know, you get the person that doesn't want to come home anymore because they're like, I just don't want to hear that crap. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just think about how nagging or how let's not even call it that. Wait, and you
1: said I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna go even further into the definition. It says the interaction in which one person repeatedly makes a request. The other person repeatedly ignores it and both become increasingly annoyed.
0: And then y'all start just, look, it, it goes, it trickles down to so many things. And then guess what it goes to after that? Toleration. Nobody wants to be in a relationship where you are just tolerating each other. Yeah.
1: You're listening to the On Your Keys podcast where we give you tools to own your keys not just any keys your keys to life we're talking about co-preneurship finances real estate business balance and all things in between we have jay the executor and mink the visionary two different personalities but one common goal and together they're teaching people how to master money marriage and magnitude
0: Up, what's good, what's good, good people. You are now tuned in to the on your keys podcast. And guess what? I'm your host, Mink, the Investor Queen. And we have my co-host right here, Mr.
1: J Goday, aka Mr. On Your Keys, y'all. What's good?
0: I knew he was gonna say that. What's good, you guys? how are you doing today so blessed to be here another day another dollar so today you guys we're going to be talking about a very another just real just good hearty health hefty hefty topic what are we going to be talking about hun
1: So, we're going to be discussing.
0: I mean, give a drum roll. Okay. (laughs) What? Say it.
1: I forgot the topic.
0: You gorilla.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot it.
0: <laughs> Come on, seriously. What are we going to be talking about today?
1: Wait, I forgot it.
0: You said we we're going to be talking about... What's it? Okay, so today, you guys, we're going to be talking about... The nagging
1: spouse. Oh man, that's gonna. That's that's what? serious.
0: I know it is. You nag. I used to.
1: Then how you stop?
0: Um, because you told me and it hurt my feelings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the uh-huh. nagging spouse. Yeah. But you know how many people out there. Probably don't feel comfortable enough to tell their spouse if they men yeah. nag too. For you know that that just don't go for women.
0: Right. That's why. Because at first I was gonna be like the nagging. I, whenever I first wrote this topic down, it was called the nagging wife because it's more it's it's more general. Um, uh, more of the norm for the wife to be.
1: To be yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh, Ooh. That's,
1: that's what it sounds like. For
0: real? Okay. Yeah. Please. Okay. Gosh. <sighs> But anyway, and then I thought about it and I was like, well, it's like men nag too, men nag in their own way It's not typical for a man to nag. But the reason why we wanted to talk about this topic was because when I told Jay about it, he was like, oh, we definitely need to talk about that. He said, because it affects so many things. And because we talk a lot about business on here, investing, family, just things like that, it affects those dynamics tremendously. You know, um, because it's aggravating. (laughs) It's so aggravating. To sum it up, right? Yeah, for real. Just to, you know, put it out there. And it's frustrating also. Because sometimes, you know, if if, if you have a nagging spouse, it's frustrating to you because it really does hinder you from doing um, things that may be productive just because... They just have frustrated your nerves so bad.
1: Well, it's I think it's I think one of the biggest things is a communication barrier.
0: Yeah, you know
1: it it causes like couples to not communicate. It causes them not to want to talk to each other. It causes not to them, want to spend
0: time together. Right, not
1: to want to spend time together, and
0: not to want to collaborate on anything, especially right. like finances, which in a marriage is a col- is a collaborative effort. Um... Even in terms of growth, like it just, you just don't even want to grow with that person. You know, sometimes they're stuck and they're comfortable and into a point to where it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to stay in the situation. Um, We've, we have talked to a few um, couples that have actually said this. And I think that the thing that Jay and I always say is we're like, well, did you tell them? And they're always like, well, no, like I can't tell them that. And we're always like, yes you can <laughs> right. I mean cause to, cause to us it's very much more easier to be transparent and honest and you know like let's deal with the honesty instead of let's dealing with the lie it's dif- more difficult to believe To I say believe it's more difficult to deal with the lie just because you have to in, in order for you to, to get through the truth you gotta get through the lie so you don't even have to do all the extra work if <laughs> you just tell the truth Right. You know.
1: So let's let's talk about the definition of nagging.
0: Okay. What's the definition?
1: So the meaning of nagging is to continually fault find, complain, or be petulant, mm-hmm. persistently recurring and unrelenting.
0: Right. Wow. So the biggest word there was fault finding. That, seriously, like, you know what? That's going to be another topic. The fault finding spouse. (laughs) Like, for real. Because, no, because, seriously, I could remember just...
1: Always got to point out what's your fault. Always
0: got to point out. What you didn't do. Right, what you didn't do. And we, we went through a point of that in our marriage to where, I, you know they always say uh, women grow faster than men. That's the statistic. That's a, you know, gener- a, a generalization that people, <coughs> <laughs> that people <coughs> make. But, you know, I was more, I had more wisdom when it came to certain things because of my experience. She
1: was wise, y'all. Right. She was wise.
0: I had a lot, I just had a, a more experience in a lot of things which caused me to have wisdom. And so... It's easy to fault find when you feel like you know more, when you've experienced more, you know, it's easy to fault find. And we went through a point in our marriage where I did a lot of the fault finding and I I couldn't recall Jay vividly telling me like, you know, you make me feel like I don't ever do anything right you know what I'm saying and I and I he didn't just tell me that one time we that's why I say we went through a period of that because he told me that a few times and each time it really was like a gut punch because because a lot of people they'll only say that when they're mad and then it'll be a blow up
1: yeah
0: you know what I'm saying but like we would like we would be talking about a situation and it would and I can see his I can see his facial expressions and his, you know, aura change. And when I would ask him why, and that's what he would tell me, it was really like a gut punch because, of course, I loved him, and I know that he that he some stuff sometimes men do things and same thing like women. It's not because they want to do it, it's just because they don't know. Right. You know.
1: Right. And you know, so it's a very, very, um, it's a big difference between nagging and having. You know, a argument or a productive conflict amongst right. productive amongst conflict um, amongst spouses. The key word in, in this definition for me was continually.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, when you're when when you and your spouse are having an, a, a a debate or a discussion, and then somebody arrives into you know either it's an agreement or you 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 agree to disagree or whatever it has, but there's a moment to where that that conflict has a stopping point to where it ends. But see when it comes to a nagging and then you have that con- that continuance is that one of those parties are continuing to, br- to bring out that to, to, to elaborate on that point right. most, mo- more, mo- most of the time in a negative way you know so you know you'll get and it's like I said it's gonna be man or woman you know you, y'all you have reached a, uh, a point in the in discussion to where hey I I understand you you understand me but that person is still talking right they're still going on they're still talking about what didn't happen or how this could have been or, they, or now that's where that that, con, that conversation becomes more of a nagging mm-hmm. conversation opposed to just having a, a, a conversation to where you guys are looking to progress and move right. forward
0: and then you get animosity built up because you just like, you know, the person just starts feeling like I wish just be just shut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then <laughs> and then that gets to the point to where it's like, you know, you get the person that doesn't want to come home anymore because they're like, I just don't want to hear that crap. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just think about how nagging or how let's not even call it that oh, Wait, And
1: you said I'm glad you said that because I'm going to go even further into the definition. It says the interaction in which one person repeatedly makes a request, the other person repeatedly ignores it and both become increasingly annoyed.
0: And then y'all start (laughs) just... Look, it it goes... It trickles down to so many things and then guess what it goes to after that? Toleration. Nobody wants to be in a relationship where you are just tolerating each other. That's the worst type of relationship to be in because just the sight of that person. I'm talking about... The sight of that person coming in the door just—it's—it's gonna irk your soul. You just gonna be looking like, why is why is he or she even here? You know what I'm saying? But it's just because of the continuance, the the nuisance that has continually happened over time.
1: And it's and it's it's crazy, you know. I'm sure, you know, so many people have had these examples of this, of whether you've seen it somewhere, or even just or even been through it. You know, a person that you could have once love so much or been oh, in love gosh. with, you know, so deeply mm-hmm. to where the sound of their voice is it, it aggravates and frustrates yes. you. Yes. And you know, to, to conclude in this, this definition at the end of it, do
0: you remember, do you remember the lady that told us about that situation? And it was like, she, she told us that, that every time, you know, it, it was, it was like the husband, it was, it was like, she could just tell that when, when, when she would walk in the room or like just her presence you know it was like she was disgusting to him
1: yeah yeah. you know and i I felt yeah
0: i felt I, i felt bad being a woman because just think about that ladies putting you know putting ourselves just momentarily in those kind of shoes i've been in a situation like that before you know and so thinking about how this lady felt because it's like you know, to think that, Dorn, we were once here, you know, five years ago before the three kids, you know? And then it's like, and now we're here to the point to where it's like, I know. And then she knew that her presence disgusted him, you know? So to come out of that, to to literally, you know, know, know that and come out of that, like, that takes a lot of vulnerability, yeah. you know, to oh, be yeah. able to, yeah, to know that and... It, it, it it's a it's a it's a very hard, harsh reality when you have to have that conversation with your spouse. Yeah. You know. And and they have to actually be willing to be to be open and honest about what they're dealing with and what has caused you all to make it to the point that to where you are. Because if, if they're not honest in that like even in that situation, they wouldn't they wouldn't still be together today. Yeah. You know, but that's what made it what made um, you know their situation work was because you know going into a little bit of detail about it wasn't just the nagging which was one of the things but it was the nagging because they were only supposed to have two kids and then you know the last baby was um, not a planned baby because they were going through the breastfeeding and couldn't be on I think birth control or something along those lines so the last baby was The ooz baby, you know, um, the man had plans and a third child (laughs) was not in their plans. And then, you know, that, that the man still wanted to live his life, but he wanted to be able to live the, the life with the wife, but the wife just no longer Wanted to, yeah. She just their desires
1: weren't parallel.
0: Yeah, because it's like now it's like okay, you know, some you know, y'all know how it is. You y'all know this. If you have one kid, you you can get somebody to babysit. Even even you know, grandparents. Two kids, your grandparents still good. But then when you get to the three, (laughs) you know, know, it's a little bit more difficult. It
1: becomes difficult. Yeah,
0: to find you know babysitters or things like that unless you're paying for nannies. You You know, and so. To finish in what I was saying, and that's kind of like what their situation was, and you know, it, it started to get to the point to where, like, you know, the husband, you know, good, you know, very, very, um, you know, successful, uh, couple, but fridays saturdays you know if i wanted to i'm used to us even with the first you know one two kids you know still being able to go you know and um have a drink you know on you know when we get off of work well those things no longer happen and the wife was nagging towards the husband because she wanted something that he did not want to give he didn't want to be at home he didn't want to you know, some, doing some of the family stuff was cool, but he didn't want that to be, to consume his life. He still wanted to live, you know, his life. And so, that was a hard conversation for them to have because, you know, they they just were not on one accord about it, you know, and you know, because they were married and because the they had a certain plan, it just, it, it just, it just was a difficult thing, you know. So,
1: and, that, and that's I'm not the Go Sorry ahead. to cut you off And that's why I say You know Nagging Nagging is a Is a communication barrier yeah. Nagging is another Is a form of communication It's just a negative And frustration
0: It is yeah. You know Sometimes people Like in that situation It's like just think about that I want you to be home at the end of the day regardless of what happened we're still married these are still our kids so that 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 became the normal conversation or the mm-hmm. normal argument that was had right. right
1: the nagging became a response from right. the feeling of, exactly. of, of of ill communication
0: exactly you know exactly. so
1: you know they, they, they weren't they did not communicate on how how they can get on one accord in their marriage right. after three kids right you know he had a certain um perspective on what their life would be regardless right. on the amount of kids that they had. Right. And she had a different perspective, you know, no matter what they talked about beforehand, you know, she didn't feel like that, but well, he, well, all, his
0: perspective was because of the two kids though. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was like, you know, I knew we still could have maneuvered how we wanted to with the two kids. And I was fine with that.
1: Right. You right. know? Right. So,
0: but yeah, so, and, and, and that's a good thing is, you know, Even as being parents, you guys, you know, the reactions that we have to certain things, you know, everyone is going to have a reaction. we talked about this in a previous podcast. If you have an issue and you come at your spouse in a mellow, nice tone, you're going to get one reaction. But then if you come at your spouse, whether you're a man or a woman and you like da you know, finger and don't talk about the finger pointing. Ooh, that just take you out right this the finger pointing for me. Don't put your finger in my face. And the finger don't even gotta be in the face. It could just be it
1: could just be in the vicinity of it could right it could just be
0: moving around and you know I would feel <laughs> like your finger in my face and y'all know I'm serious about this because y'all know y'all probably do this too you know then it's like dang you know now now it's a bigger issue just because you know
1: yeah but I, you know I always say a, a spousal fight is not fair you know and like nagging nagging always trans transform into a fight that can have could have been avoided, but it all you know. It, most of the time, it, it it escalates into something else. You know, it's kind of like that gateway for for right. for for other opportunity. Right. But your spouse, you know, your spouse has the uh, has the advantage to touch certain certain pressure points that you know the average person can't touch. You know they know what would would bothers you like immediately. Somebody mm-hmm. else, somebody at your job, it may take them a couple couple jabs to be able to get you on that level. But you come home, your spouse, y'all get into it. They don't, it don't they don't, need a few jabs. And
0: don't, and look, don't yeah. talk about it. The bills ain't paid, and y'all struggling. Man, Ooh, and look, it, it don't matter
1: what it is. You know they don't, they don't need a few. They can, they can, they can gut punch you on that first one. Yeah. And you know, so it's like you know, it goes back to that you know great communication and being um and really like working with each other to make sure that your marriage is, is progressing is is key for it's key in a successful in a successful relationship in a successful yeah. marriage because you know that can be a that could either be a detriment to your life as a person or it can be um it can be a stepping stone to elevate you as a person but your spouse has a direct reflection on how you advance as a person. Oh, that forward. is
0: so good. That is so good. I'll say that one more time.
1: Your spouse has a direct reflection on how you advance in your life moving forward.
0: It does. And we've said this before. We don't know if you guys are not getting this, but it's important. You know, so if you if if, if rather if you are a woman and if you are the man and y'all know people like like let this let this be the reflection in the mirror. You know, I talk about the reflection in the mirror a lot. Let this this conversation, because you know if you are a nagging spouse, and you know if you have a nag. Nagging a nagging spouse and if y'all cannot navigate that conversation alone that is the point of having accountability partners just like we were talking about we talked about y'all know about our private community the on your keys nation you guys know about that these are the these are the conversations that we have where we're holding each other accountable where we are having these meetups where we are having these sessions where we're able to talk about these hard 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 conversations to where you know we 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 talk to people even now where where the weight thing comes up you know either the the husband has gained too much weight or the wife has gained too much weight and no one knows how to tell each other.
1: Oh, we're not even going to talk we're not going to to box it in as weight. I'm going to just say your 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 physical appearance.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. the way
1: that you know the way that that you present yourself, you know, like one one thing I I love about my wife is that even with us being together almost 10 years she still takes pride in the way that she looks in front of me and I do the same mm-hmm. because it's important and it's a That's so
0: funny. Like do you guys know that like we don't use the restroom in front of each other? Um you know how there's couples that get dressed in front of each other and they one is on a toilet. we don't do that. Even like you know the you know even like you know the of passing gas and all that like we've been together that but we still have those kind of things to wear it's not because we're embarrassed right, but it's, it's not still like
1: that you we, we want to preserve that sexy yeah you know what because we have to we got to be real y'all we you know we we are we are millennial couples right it's a lot that's out here in the world you social know with media, the world, social you media know? and you got to think about this you know and i'm gonna just you know for myself i don't i don't partake in social media like that you know i don't really do the social media thing like as far as just being on there looking around but we have to know that our our significant others our spouses they're on social media and by default that we are feeding our brains with their what is what is at our fingertips on a daily Mm, basis mm, mm. so even you can be in love with your girl in love with your dude you know love them to death would never hurt them but by default if you if you looking at this dude online and he got a six pack and he fine and all that you and this, this is all you seeing all day and then you come home and your your man ain't even try to get a little sexy you know, not even a little bit. You might... you It may not bother you at the moment, but you're going to But you been, it, And
0: don't let them start nagging. You,
1: don't let them start nagging. <laughs> subconsciously, subconsciously, you've been looking at six-packs all day. Even if right. you haven't been physically looking at it. But the way social media is... Right. It, it, especially if you are a habitual social media uh a watcher. Right. <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> then subconsciously this is in, this is embedded into your brain, and then you come home from a long day of work, and you just want to you you want some love, you want a hug, and you know your dude sitting on the couch with, with uh with potato chip bags on his chest. And let's and, not even
0: go. Let's not even put all that the the um <laughs> what is it called the the somatics in it, right? Right. Let's just say he at home. He at home. Shirt hate a raggedy shirt on a holy socks, y'all. I do. I hate holy socks. Holy socks, holy underwear, those kind of things would just take me out. But, yeah, (laughs) like, I'm talking about he at home just looking slouchy. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, you will really get to the point to where you, like, I can have better than this and it's like he really is better he's great for you y'all right. are great for each other but because of what you have fed your mind and because he nagging or or don't let him have a, not have a job all of those things are gonna affect what you see and then don't talk about if you scrolling on social media and then they got dudes that's talking about dudes that don't have no job even though your dude might be really looking for a job and he right. might be really having a hard time you gonna start looking at him sideways Right? you know because of what you're feeding yourself so even as we you know transition into a new year you guys you know really really again reflecting, reflecting on who you are reflecting on who you are in your marriage reflecting on where your marriage is reflecting on just where you are just period thinking about where you are trying to go right if you start really thinking about what the the person that's reflecting in this mirror Who I am, who am I to the people that I'm around, you can really, really, really start effectively, strategically planning the life that you desire to have. Whether it's whether, if you're married with your spouse, if you're single with the spouse that that you desire to have, you really can start doing that. Because again, all of these things, regardless, especially if you are married. And you have a nagging spouse, it is going to affect everything around you. And because you know finances are so important, nagging on top of being broke, that's a recipe for disaster.
1: For disaster. You know, and you know, I wanna I wanna stamp that, you know, marriage is marriage is selfless, y'all. You know, it That
0: is good. That it, is a that's actually a key right there.
1: Yeah, it's it is. It's selfless, you know. You have to always consider both sides, right? Of when it when it comes to feelings, mm-hmm. you know. I know I'm kind of I'm kind of you know going shifting to the to the left a little bit, but it killed me when I hear dudes talk about, you know, about how they step out and they messing with other females, but they'll be they'll they'll be ready to knock their old lady head off if they found out that she was cheating on them. Yeah.
0: But you, know, you have always been that kind of person where you can look at both sides of the of the spectrum.
1: Right, and it's like, yeah. you know, so I got some key advice when I was young, when I was a teenager. You know, I wasn't really that dude. I had dudes I was in school with, you know, they the little money that they make, you know, they'll give it all to their to girlfriend, especially, but that wasn't really me. That wasn't my thing. Because the advice that I was given, you know, as a young man was... The way that you get a woman is the way that you're gonna to have to keep her so if you get a woman with your wallet something like money that's disposable that that may not that you may not be able to retain that's that's what you're gonna to need to keep her but if you get a woman with your heart and you get that woman with with what you bring to the table then you have to you have to maintain that. You keep right. bringing that to the table right? and you will always have that, that, that love and that respect from right. that woman.
0: And that's really good. That's a, that's, I really don't really need to say much, but what I, I what I do have to say is that's so good, you know. Um, so many marriages now are failing because you know they have people that are cheating on both sides of the fence, you know whether it's one whether it's women, whether it's men you know and they're cheating because of various reasons. They're cheating because of their desires. They're cheating because one is not freaky enough. They're cheating because one is you know is, is, is not doing enough. They're mm-hmm. cheating because you know what they feel like they're getting outside of the home is so much better. but a lot of these things can be avoided. Just, just with coming together, just figuring out like who, who the person that you are in a relationship with really is. Right, and that should be, and that should actually be done way before yeah. you even tie the knot. Way before you even tie the knot. Not saying that nagging is not gonna happen in your marriage. We're not saying that, but what we're but what we are saying is when it does happen and you have that open line of communication and you already know the whole reason you came into this marriage. See, everything is correlated, then it's easy to navigate through that. And when you have accountability also, that even helps you to navigate through situations faster. Yeah. So, you know, the key here in having a nagging spouse and being a nag a being a nag a nagging spouse i would say first is understanding who it is you married to mm-hmm. first understanding yourself understanding who it is that you are married to and understanding you know understanding where understanding who you're married to who you are as a person and then understanding how to communicate or Or I don't want to say understand, or being able
1: to articulate, articulate, yeah, being able to articulate to your spouse what you don't like. Thank
0: you for catching. And
1: helping, and help, and help, and helping coach them on how to love you. That's another. That's another podcast, y'all. But helping them coach you on how how to be your how to be their husband, how to be their wife. Yeah, say that.
0: That sounds better than saying the other thing because I was trying to think about you know with the nagging. Because
1: I'm I'm gonna go back to you know. All of this is learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Being a husband, being a wife, being a parent—this is learned behavior. You are you are just you are only as great as what you have learned from your parents and what you learn from outside sources. So, if you if your environment didn't create an educational foundation for you to be a successful husband, a successful spouse, a great parent, a good business owner, a good whatever it is—if that environment didn't did not support that you're not just going to just automatically know how to do it. So having that conversation, being able to communicate and being able to, to, to be open-minded on both sides of the table, both spouses being open-minded to be able to, 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 to move forward in your relationship so you can know how to, how to coexist with one another. Mink did this. We did this. I think that's one of the things that we did very well in our relationship, you know, was being very open-minded and being able to communicate and having those tough conversations it was a lot of things that we told each other that if we when we told people of the conversation that we had it was like you really told her that or she really told you yeah, that we, yeah. it was like yeah like if my breath was bad she told me right you know if I if, if I didn't really smell too good then she told me right you know if I did if I was doing something that she didn't like you know in bed she told me right you know and vice versa so it was yeah. like and then we, get, we gave each other the opportunity to correct those things to get better at those things to be able to remind each other you, and we
0: and we also when whenever the times presented itself that maybe that thing we talked about was happening we we would have a conversation about it right then and there yeah so you know we're you guys already know you know if you guys need to reach out to us in any way to get you know you know you guys know we offer a lot of different products go to a lot of different services on your keys dot com if you want to join our private community make sure you go to join oyk.com and always thank you guys for tuning in we love doing this we love helping you guys out we love helping you guys with with your relationships we love helping you guys with your business any way that we can help because you already know we are a multi multi-faceted <laughs> couple but as always Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys be blessed. And always remember that anybody can create wealth regardless size of their paycheck. Got anything you want to say?
1: Peace. Peace.